Josh has said that he he got a screen that says the meeting has not started. Mm, that's weird because we're in here. Interesting. Now I will say the link that you sent looks different than the one that I have. Good lord. I like that we were like, we only have one thing to recap. This will go quickly. And you can't even fucking can't even get, get everybody on. Oh, there he is. It's outside. <laughs> so many to choose from. <laughs> oh, hey, Josh. Yeah. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> you doing all right over there? Sorry. Well, I've been sitting here for like 30 minutes. Uh, liar. Bullshit. <laughs> 100 on my life in my family. First of all, first 30 of all. minutes in that link you sent me. Um, uh, that's because we haven't even been on here for 30 minutes yeah, bro. because <laughs> literally at let's see here at 832 you said gonna need like five to ten minutes so yeah that's factually incorrect sir and then you sent the link at 836 and i jumped on okay 24 minutes thank you thank you <laughs> by myself in a blank screen <laughs> Well, it's not our fault you didn't like pop over to chat and say, "Well, never mind." You should have texted me. Let's be honest; you should have texted me. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with everybody here right now. <laughs> I have notifications turned off for Messenger. I do too. I see how it is. I have to. I'm sorry. Otherwise, I would be on my phone all day, every day, and I would never get anything done. The downside to it is, is sometimes I forget about Messenger and I go a couple hours or. You know, Days. a day without checking that bitch because I'm just like, I got shit to do. <laughs> Fucking, I just flip my phone over. And then you get a phone call. Hey, Rick, are you okay? Just checking on you. I haven't been in chat all day. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bro. Been working in the yard since nine this morning. Love the pictures. Oh my god. Yeah, that was fun. My, it was fun. Yeah, I. It was a lot of fun actually, and I enjoyed it. And I haven't done yard work like that in a while. Um, and my back. Uh, disagrees with everything I just said. Oh, it's okay. Wait till tomorrow. Oh, God. Karina doesn't understand that I'm not getting out of bed. <laughs> no bell. No bell. No, no bell. Cell phone. There's an app Sorry. for that. <laughs> Cell phone. Babe. <laughs> Water. 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 Don't send it in Messenger, though. She's got her notifications off. <laughs> Bags. That's why I sent it through IG on the Challenge Fandom page, because those aren't turned off. No, those are the, probably the only notifications that actually come straight to my phone. You know, the, is the podcast no, IG page. No lie, Twitter messages and Instagram messages do come to my phone. But that's also because we use those two the most to get a hold of people. So yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Um, did you guys check the title of this episode? <laughs> uh let's be friends or something like that more, more than, than friends. friends more than friends yeah god i wish we could use biz Marquis music for the intro so bad yeah we can't though you say just friends yeah you can sing it uh, i don't want to do that to our listeners <laughs> i mean they know the song so you know yeah google that shit google that shit well, I mean, I'm trying to think if I've got anything interesting to say no, about what's going on. Last week we had floaties. I ain't got shit today. <laughs> you did something dumb the other day, but I forgot what it was. Just one thing? No, there's always more than one. 
Oh, there's always more than one for me too. But she really, I do remember her I laughing told, I at me. Told, I was dying and I was like, I'm going to talk about oh, this on the podcast. I know what it is. What is it? Nope. Tell the story. What is it? <laughs> said, nope. What is it? Tell, tell me. The light. The light? Mm-hmm. Remember? With the light on the side of the house? <laughs> did you drop your pants no no i did not drop my pants so all right oh long God. story short here <laughs> you've got some of those those yard lights that have the solar top on them and then at night yep. they light up the yard right <laughs> well the dogs chewed all of them except one and karina's like our yard is so dark and i was like so i took this one i put it in the planner that like shines out into the yard in front of us <laughs> so we can see well, she started chewing on that one, Ahsoka, obviously not Karina. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I grabbed it during the day when I noticed it and I put it on the table. And uh, <laughs> later that evening, um, we were sitting outside and I was enjoying a, a bowl of marijuana and it it was good. Really good. It was one of those where you like exhale and you're like, <sighs> you kind of get the weird, you know. If you don't smoke weed, I'm if sorry. If you don't know, you don't know. You know sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. But anyways, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I see like the light up against the side of the house. And I'm like, where the... Mind f- you guys, it's like still light outside. Yeah, the- summer. It was eight o'clock. So it was like dusk-ish. It was dark. Um, Because it was bright enough that it casted a shadow from something on the table. Well, I didn't realize that the light was coming from that. I just saw the shadow on the wall. And I was like trying to figure out where the fuck the <laughs> kept, light was from. I was like looking up over to this side, like looking He's for like the sun. looking at the sky and shit. And I was like, yeah. it's, it's the light on the table, bro. Like, what are you doing? So there you go. <laughs> It's one of those you, sh- you probably oh should have been god. there. Oh my so god! He, he went like this instead of going like this. I just was looking in the sky for the light. Like I had no clue it was coming from the fucking table the whole goddamn time because I'm a fucking idiot. Even though I put the light on the goddamn table. Oh my god! It is what it is. I mean, damn dog. Yeah. Chewed up my lights. Uh, what was there? What say? kind of dog eats lights? The fuck? Like, you what are you doing? Puppy. You, you act like that's the weirdest thing she eats. She eats rocks. She does eat rocks, like full on, like swallows them. And I'm like, dude, that can't be good for you. Like, no. Maybe we shouldn't do that. I mean, it's good for birds. What? You didn't know that? Like what birds do with their gizzard? Okay, but like she's not a bird. I know. That's why I said it's good for birds. I didn't say, oh, let's saying, let's let her do it. What does that have to do with her eating a rock? What is wrong with you? You, you got what I need. Are you sure? But you say he's just. All right, guys, he let's is. get this going. So welcome to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. <laughs> this motherfucker. I fucking lost it. This motherfucker. Actually, I never had it, but it's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, like I'm not all here today. Fucking eight hours in the sun. Let's do this. Let's yeah. record till midnight because we're never going to get to this intro. No. Tony's like, I hate you. Tony's already upset. It's okay. I know how to disconnect. Right. It's like I've been wasted fucking 40 minutes on this call already. Could have been watching the circle. <laughs>
Yeah, Josh, you got ridiculed when you weren't on here for 30 minutes. Oh, waiting. I bet. <laughs> you got fucking well, I'm ridiculed. In, well, I'm in the clouds somewhere by myself. I was trying to figure out the purpose of the circle. That was my thing is I didn't like I couldn't figure out okay. what, what it was. You about. basically want to be prom queen. That's it. Yeah, we already explained that to him. Yeah, there it is. We did that in the 30 minutes you weren't on. I did that in one second. Right. Well, that explains fair. why I wasn't driving with it. I will I will skip ahead. You need to spice up your life. Okay, first of all, sir. Then I'll watch Dune. I like how you're like, you need to watch The Circle. We've been telling you for months, hey, maybe you should watch Survivor. We're going to start recapping it. Nope, going to watch The Circle. <laughs> going to watch The Circle for You guys seasons. should do to it. All right. I've been watching The Circle since day one. I haven't been watching Survivor <laughs> since day one. Sorry. Well, neither have I. Yeah. Look, I'm not an OG fan, but nobody's going to gatekeep for me. Nobody. Oh, because guess what? I pay for my Paramount. I can watch whatever I want. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do, we, too, but I don't get all of the challenge. So, well, you know, the downside kind of, of Canada, up. you do get free health insurance. So it's true. trade. <laughs> Green almost spit on our coffee on that one, <laughs> and I get maple syrup whenever I want it. So, yeah, he he does have maple <laughs> syrup on tap. Do you just go to the backyard to get syrup? Like, how does that work? <laughs> Not my particular backyard, but if I if I had the correct trees in my backyard, I could. Yeah, like a tap in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I tap look, that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh be God. a little bit rude to our our neighbors up north, Tony. Um, well, <laughs> I feel like every house purchase should come with a maple tree with a tap in it. I just feel like that's that that should be a thing. You oh know it's God. true. <laughs> have you guys ever? This is going to sound ridiculous, but have you ever heard of the uh, like the maple syrup heist? No, but please tell me more. <laughs> I'm, I'm captivated already. <laughs> We're going to send this to Tori Dale, too. There's actually going to be a movie made about it, like, um, in the next couple of years, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a theft of over 3,000 tons of maple syrup. Um, that was valued at over, like, $18 million from the, uh, the maple syrup reserve in Quebec. Wow. I know who did it. Yeah. It was Bumblebee and Koala Bear. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we're tired of searching for it. <laughs> Give me that we're syrup. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tori. We didn't mean to. Oh, God. Rick's an asshole. We love you, Tori. <laughs> My maple syrup. You, That's a how much you're a child. Yeah, well, of course I am. Come on. <laughs> oh my god. I like never like matured past like the age of fifteen. So there you go. Facts. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact from Ricky. <laughs> Why are you playing with your headphones? <laughs> Why is Josh picking his nose? Josh isn't picking his nose. I know. I just had to take this. The, the You're always thing. messing with Josh's nose, man. Well, I'm used to tissue being in there. <laughs> One time, dude. One time. After, like... One time. He's like, I'm used to <laughs> it every time. People don't forget Josh. <laughs> Because Rick will You allow. forget the other 49, but you get the one time. <laughs> 
That was like seven years ago. People don't forget. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We're bringing another episode of the Trash Talk Roundtable. And tonight is a very special night because we are reviewing and recapping nothing but All-Stars Season 3, Episode 5, More Than Friends. Yeah. 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 Got just what I need. Oh. All right. Anyways, let's (laughs) stop that shit right now and get into this. So, guys, um, you know what? I'm going to give you my honest opinion before we even fucking dive in. I was not a huge fan of this episode. I thought it was kind of lackluster to say the least. I mean, and I'm just one of those people that like, and we'll get into it deeper, but when there's a decision made before you go into a competition, it just, it sucks all of the interest out of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it makes me understand even more why people don't like spoilers. Cause you know, you want to kind of be surprised by who's going to win. But um, before we get too deep into the actual show, um, do you guys have any overall overarching thoughts on the show? <laughs> no. Okay. I, mean, it was- I was also not a huge fan of this yeah. episode for the reasons previously stated. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. It was just, I don't know. Like you said, we'll, we'll get into it. I was just, it was just kind of like, bleh. Yeah. Like, boring like bleh. for the I most part i i agree but it had a moment it did have a moment or a couple of moments you know there were yeah. a couple of good moments in it um sounds like a synopsis of my day yeah but you know i mean i enjoyed the episode like watching it but it just i don't know it wasn't like my favorite of the season that's for sure you know what was a really good moment the intro the music oh yeah that opening song was it four non-blondes? Yep. Yeah. Said, hey. What's going on? Yeah. That was a good, good opening song choice. I loved hearing that on there. That was pretty awesome. Just fun fact, if you're ever, uh, if you're ever feeling down, just start singing that really loud outside. You'll feel better. Yeah, you will. Promise. Right. We literally did it. So were your neighbors. We don't give a shit. <laughs> They'll join in. <laughs> they will. Yeah. I, I wish they would. <laughs> God, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to try something as soon as we get done recording. Oh, my God. No, you can't do it that late. Yeah. Um, Saturday. Yeah. They'll still be yelling what's going on, but it just won't be into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not everybody's Madonna. <laughs> I feel like tonight's going to be a night that Josh covers his mouth a lot when we say shit. It just it, we feel like it's a trend that's already going to get going. Um, so you know, Beth says she needs to find uh, find some power moves to make. You know, oh after she gets uh, back from like, what are you? What power moves are you going to do? What What are you going to do, Beth? What are you going to do? She's going to start some shit. <laughs> like, but really though, like she's Beth is. That's go- not a power move. Like that's not. A, I'm sorry. That's not a power move. Here's here's the thing. This is why this was not my favorite episode. Like Rick said, it's one thing if it's one thing if you collectively agree we're going to go for this person in a yeah. daily. It's another thing if you're going to be like, 
here's how it's going to go. It's going to go you, 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 and you, you're going to be the last one standing. Then I have no interest because I already know it's going to happen. But in the house, I, I am very much like, yes, in this regard where I don't jive with this bullshit. Like I have no patience for people creating drama where there isn't drama. Yeah. There's enough drama that can be brought out from the game itself. Exactly. So for manufactured drama, that all it does is it discredits people who you don't even have any issues with. Like yeah. if she if she started something toward Veronica, mm-hmm. at least it would be validated. Like at least it's something right, that she's they have actually a going. Yeah, she's going against somebody that she actually has a history with. Mm-hmm. She's just like decided where she's going to throw this shit. Yeah. And it, yeah, I was not a fan at all. Yeah, I, I wasn't either. I, I mean, you know, and, and we'll get into that. But um, we also find out in this moment that, you know, Ronnie kind of confirms that she's with the treehouse and, you know, and she's like me and, you know, my roommates and, you know, we got to get these other girls out of the house, blah, blah, blah. So this kind of confirms that, like, yes, yeah, she is locked in with the treehouse alliance or at least what's left of it at this moment. Um, and that was like slightly disappointing because I was kind of hoping there would be a little bit of wiggle room there for like, you know, Naya or John A or Kellyanne to like wiggle in there and kind of break her away from them a little bit. But it seems like she's pretty locked in. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like low key this episode was Ronnie's coming out party for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't see much. It's not of like her. there's anything else going on. No. Well, true. yeah, that's true. And I mean, but we've seen challengers, you know, several challengers not yep. only tell us, but have announced publicly that, dude, look out for Ronnie. She's a competitor. Like she's yeah. she's the real deal. And um, you know, we get to see part of that in this episode with that she is able to, you know, read the alliance and how it's working and read the other side of the house to a degree. Yeah. Um, yep. We also later on see that she is still very competitive and not in just her nature, but in her ability to compete with the other girls on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm I'm excited to see how that's going to go, especially with some of these younger girls like Kayla and John A and all of that as it, we start getting closer. But um, so I did I did enjoy that part about it because it's yeah Ronnie's a Ronnie's a really cool cast uh, castmate and not a yeah. castmate to me obviously but just in general yeah um and at the same time she's been gone for some so long it's like she's a new person you know where we get to learn more about how she's kind of exactly developed you know grown yeah um but yeah. enough of me oh, I'm sorry go ahead Josh oh I was just gonna say she got more camera time you got to see more of her personality and I'm here for it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I like her, even though like she's part of the Treehouse Alliance and I'm like against the Treehouse Alliance. I I do like Ronnie and, you know, I hope she does well as much as I want to see that that Treehouse Alliance just come crashing down. I hope maybe she's like the only one left at the end of it, hopefully. <laughs> so, you know, like I'd be all right with that. <laughs> I can see um, I can see this new twist that we'll get to a little bit later really shaking up pretty much every dynamic in the house simply because it sort of invalidates the need for it. Exactly. No, I agree with that. Yeah, that's 100. Mm -hmm. Um, In the next scene uh, coming up, we had uh, Beth and Kellyanne sitting down talking together, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about wanting to work together as, you know, like the OGs. 
you know, Beth being the triple OG of the house, uh, says she, uh, she might trust John A. Uh, Kellyanne is saying that, but Beth says she doesn't trust John A. with a little bit more foreshadowing of what's going to come later. Yeah. Yeah. She said because she cheats, which doesn't even like make any sense. Make any sense. Like, when did she cheat? Yeah. At what point did she cheat? Like, the only the only context that Beth would have for her gameplay is All Stars One. Yeah, and I that's why I don't think she's referring to her gameplay. Exactly. Yeah, I think like you said, this was a little foreshadowing for um, yeah, you know, things that Beth breaks into a little bit later in the episode. Look, and here's here's my theme. Um, wasn't Beth in a relationship when she was also hooking up with the Tenderoni? Um, I don't remember. I saw it the most recent and I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Fair enough. No idea. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't really pay attention to Beth either. I just no. know her and Nehemiah had a, had a thing going on. You know, him and it's, Mrs. Jones. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like. Cuddle buddies. Only cuddle buddies. <laughs> hey. You'd be cuddle buddy with Satan? <laughs> oh, I'll be a little spoon with Nehemiah. I'm not referring to Nehemiah, buddy. Oh, damn it. Would <laughs> you be her tenderoni? No, I'll pass. Yeah, and see, this pass. is the thing too. When this, like, when I started rewatching stuff, I asked you guys, and I don't know if we ended up using it on the podcast or if it got cut for time or whatever. But I had asked you, like, why everybody has such a hate on for Beth because it seems like every time that she came into the house, she just like instantly had a target on her back mm-hmm. for whatever she had done previously. Yeah, but I was watching forward. And I hadn't really seen all the, the why. stuff. Yeah. I now completely understand and also <laughs> don't enjoy what she brings. Right. To the Look. table. Nothing. I believe we actually did address that on one of the episodes because I re- remember that question. I didn't remember yeah. that it was you, but um, I do remember that question. And I remember us talking about it on one of the episodes before. And to kind of go back to what you're saying as far as like, you know, is as soon as she walks into the house, like pretty much in any season that I've ever seen, she's instantly a target and it's always because of her past. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, the same foreshadowing I did earlier when talking to Josh, which is people don't forget. Yep. Yeah, exactly. See, look, I'm one with the challenge right now. (laughs) Also, Kellyanne was continuing on the trend of fantastic eye mask wear at the dinner table. Yes. 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 She's, you know, a bat in a thousand at that right now. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Her and Brad. Speaking of Brad, oh, uh, the next scene uh, is I Wes. I love this part so much. Wes approaches uh, Derek, Brad, uh, about taking Darrell's place in their alliance. Um, yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's like he's like trying to like sneak his way in. Yeah, he's well, no, not even I guess not even sneak because he straight up tells them he's like, I want to take yeah. Darrell's spot in with you guys. You know, it looks like there's an open an opening with you guys or said something stupid like that, yeah. you know, trying to be all smooth or whatever. And, I believe he said my condolences. Yeah. Yeah. My condolences. <laughs> exactly. And then um, Derek and Brad start talking about Jordan and they're like, dude, he's you know, he's a threat. And he's dangerous or whatever. And Wes is like, dude, those of us who have been around him aren't surprised. We haven't been crying wolf. Jordan is a wolf. And I was like, yeah, you guys need to work together. If you guys want to have any chance of any of you making it through Jordan, you guys need each other. And 
Like that was one of those moments where I was like, that was a boss ass move for Wes to make. And that line right there, 100% factual. Yep. And Mark was picking up what he was putting down pretty quick, too, because it was yeah. because Mark was just there, too, about talking about how he doesn't really care who's at the end as long as he's got people that he can rely on, which is sort of counterintuitive to running a final. But I understand the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, nobody's going to want to run against Jordan because Jordan does this shit for fun on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, and, and not to take away from any of these guys, because all these guys are not only OGs and vets, but they're also true all stars. Yeah, like, I could step in on the flagship and probably dominate. Yeah. You know, depending on, you know, who else is on there, of course. But um, I did like Wes's move a lot because I feel like I feel like it's not the usual Wes of trying to scheme and make alliances in the first two episodes. He mm-hmm. waited it out and he knew yeah. he had friends there and he played the slow game and it's paying off for him. You know, you can see it now yeah. and it, I'll get into more about this. And, you know, he hasn't been dominating dailies by any means um, recently in the last few episodes, but he's just playing a quiet, solid game. And it's uh it's refreshing to see Wes come in like that instead of coming guns blazing right away. Yes. Yeah. I really <laughs> think that it like that going up against Devin really like recalibrated his gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it humbled him for sure. And then also just like made him reevaluate what yeah. the game is now and how he fits into it. I Agreed. agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh I, I think the next part was more interesting to me mm-hmm. because I know how how close these three guys are and they go into how close they are in this episode, which is uh, Brad, Nehemiah and Wes. They've all been yeah. to each other's, you know, weddings and been around for, you know, barbecues, kids, kids and, yeah, you know, all that the stuff. whole nine. And they've known each other for years. But with that being said, Brad is uh, really, you know, he says in his confessional and you know, just to kind of summarize, he he doesn't want to play the game too deep with Wes. He doesn't want to be so aligned that everything Wes does directly reflects on him because he knows Wes plays a messy game, you yeah. know? Yep. And, you know, I like to see this from Brad, but at the same time, I feel like Brad's so cautious sometimes that it, it comes to a hindrance to him as well. Yeah. That, and that's true, too. Yeah. And he kind of overcorrects because, like, you'll see him one one season go total ride or die. And then the next season be like Lone Wolf. Yeah. And then like the middle ground doesn't always quite happen. I think that this season he's a lot more middle ground than he has yeah. been in the past. Um, and he's playing not that he ever plays a bad game, but he's playing a much better game in All Stars 3 than I've seen him play in the last couple of times that I've seen him. Yeah, I agree with that. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of the Vendettas game he played because I feel like he, that was a very middle of the road game. And outside yeah. of losing that elimination, to Leroy, he's in the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you saying? Josh? I, I also think it has something to do with um, the game and all star season two with him and Nehemiah. He doesn't want that mistake. He wants everything out front and yeah. in the open. Yep. And he doesn't want to be blindsided by anybody. Very totally. true. You know, and I know for a fact he doesn't want to see some semis with boxes on the last episode. So <laughs> unless he's allowed to just rip them off the entire yeah. truck, just yeah. incredible Hulk. Brad smash. <laughs> yeah. I still love that like 
MJ told us that Brad didn't even acknowledge that he had done it when they got back down. I know that's right. Like, and nobody knew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had some trouble opening the box. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't, bro. You straight smashed through those. Like I would have need a crowbar to fucking break those scenes. He did it with his bare with hands, bare fucking hands. Like I could have jumped with all two hundred and fifty pounds of myself onto that thing. It would have just looked at me. I would have rolled an ankle. <laughs> anyways enough self-deprivation let's get to the daily what was the daily called this time i forget Uh, it was called sidetracked yeah i'm sorry what i was sidetracked oh my god Uh, you see uh, all right guys let's get lame with the thing and the words yeah (laughs) it's showbiz baby oh my god you're fool (laughs) i'm just saying you win some you lose some (laughs) but you lose all the chances you don't take remember that kids that's why you don't go where the, where the puck is. You go where the puck's going. That's right. Mm-hmm. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. <laughs> Live your life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Play heads up. If you don't get there, it's your own damn vault. <laughs> Olive Garden, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> El Pollo Loco, the crazy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? So I don't know, but we're good at it. (laughs) Yeah, we're fucking killing this. Hive mind. (laughs) We're like jerking. We do it our way. (laughs) Oh my god! Mind you, we just got sued by several food chains. (laughs) Hold the pickles. Hold the lettuce. Special order. Sorry, guys. Oh my god! They don't upset us. So I'm. I'm gonna be honest. They don't. Well, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be hosting tonight. You want to go ahead and bring up the daily? Anyways, guys, it was called Sidetracked. Um, basically, when they walk up to this game, they see it's a setup of, uh, I guess, A-frames would be the best way to put it. It's Or it's like a board, has a star with a certain color. That color corresponds like to your and name. Yeah. And then there's five pegs at the corner of each star. And the object of the game is it's men against all the men, women against all the women, and they have to run out, find the corresponding color ring that matches the peg they want to throw it on. And they throw it. They have to land it like a circus game on the peg. <laughs> and once you get all five of those rings on that star, that person's out. Last one standing wins. Yep. Did I get and that you right? Can't double up on, yep. And you can't double up on pegs. So, like, if you're, yep. if there's already a ring on that peg and yours lands, then you have to take it off and then and keep it has, go again. Yeah. It has to be all yep. five points pegged out. Yep. God, that sounded dirty. Um, anyways, uh, so before we get into that, uh, TJ announces that there is now going to be a twist. Oh, we were all so off. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, it's going to be partners or teams or something. The stars. Like, no. By the way, what the fuck are those? We're already halfway through the season. No clue what those are. Are we just going to like. They're cute accessory you, on the shirt. It's, it's going to be something near the final. I swear to Technically, God. Technically, we were right because this daily involves everybody has their own individual star that is it's gonna, true it's gonna be it's gonna be your head start in the finale mm-hmm. maybe i mean it could be star search at the end and ed mcmahon comes out and says with three and three quarter stars john a oh my god you're welcome josh i had to repeat that joke just for you <laughs> mj four and a quarter they don't get quarter and half stars yes they do 
it's when they do like mostly well in the daily in the elimination but it's still yeah. like a stalemate like in oh chess. oh you were talking about the challenge i thought we were talking about star search my bad yeah i was like they very much do get quarter stars in star search <laughs> i was talking about the challenge we're talking about the shirt i'm oh, sorry were you God. talking about the circle josh <laughs> I can't wait for Alex. Oh, Anyways, they're not going to talk shit when he's on here. Fuck no, <laughs> no. I'm still, I still plan on watching it. I just plan on starting at episode three <laughs> when he comes in. Yes, yeah. but I feel better knowing what I'm actually watching now. I feel like I perhaps should have asked what the show is about before. I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm sure that it'll make sense once I see it. And then in the intro, they just kept like going through the city with a drone and highlighting all the circles that were in the architecture. And I was like, this is going to be a very strange, like search and find. <laughs> but then it wasn't plot twist. Plot twist. Get it. Plot twist. He's episode two. It's all about Sudoku. I would watch that though. I'm good at that. Oh, I, I forgot to say That's during terrible. the daily, they're running like on a dirt track. It's kind of like it seems like it's out in the jungle. You know, just wanted to throw that out there. They're not running on pavement. When I first saw the track, though, and everything else, I was just like, oh, this is right up TJ's alley. Where's the bikes? Yeah, oh, no, he right? had bikes out there. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, oh, you know he did. But yeah, I didn't catch this. Maybe you guys did. But were there like different intervals to different parts where there were the. Yeah. The circles so were. Yeah. Were? yeah. There were different like. um the different bins. Stations. Where the, yeah. So because I saw that Derek and somebody else ran up a path and then mostly everybody else ran straight. But then when the girls did their heat, um, Naya and somebody else veered off to the right and up like a separate path. So there must have been different stations to get each of the five rings. Yeah. OK, well, before we even before they even got into that, they pretty much decided at the house. Well, hang on. We still got to talk about the twist because we just talked about how wrong we were about the twist. Oh, we never yeah. said what the actual twist was. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So TJ's twist is that he is um, reducing the authority down to two people, one female, one male, and they have the sole power over who it goes into elimination. So it's no longer last place goes in now. The two-person authority will choose who they want to send into elimination. And those who get chosen get to pick who they're going against. Right. We don't technically find arena. that. Yeah. At the arena. At the arena. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which we don't well, find out until later. So. Until the end of the. Shh, don't tell yourselves. <laughs> but, um, but yes. Spoiler. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. If you're not watching the episode before you listen to our recap what the fuck are you doing with your life yeah no i really hope you guys watch this and not just listen to our recap i mean um, i appreciate y'all either way but i'm just saying <laughs> yeah I mean, so they anyway probably look at the runtime and they're like well they clearly explain everything right <laughs> <laughs> accurately and precisely jokes on you bitch In order. all we do all we do is <laughs> yeah. talk shit all night yeah <laughs> about nothing as each other but um anyway yeah so now it's just a two-person authority with soul power vote in wild 
wild. Wild. Yeah, no. They're getting crazy, guys. I mean, to be honest, I like this more um, instead of the (laughs) three-person authority. Like, I've never been a fan of that on any of the seasons they've done that. I like it when just the winners choose. I I like that, too, but I I don't like that they took away the last place goes in. I wish they would have kept that along with then the authority chooses the you know what i mean i got you yeah. but I, but that's just that's just me i also get you know like but i just feel like when they can just choose anyone they want like that just freely like the same people just end up getting targeted over and over again until they go yeah, home it's it's like i almost wish that there were three people that went into elimination it was the bottom team but then the people who won get to throw people in but then they still get to make their pick Right. Because what I what I like about the fact that they make their pick was actually brought up in the episode is mm-hmm. that you could have an alliance and you could be targeting one person, but you can only throw one person in and only you yourself can be saved. Yep. Which means that like the rest of your alliance, if you're going after somebody and you have been up until this point, now that the game has changed the person that you throw in can very easily pick off the weakest person in your alliance or the best, like it doesn't matter, but arguably you're going to want to win the elimination and come back. So based on what the actual elimination is, pick the person that you think you can beat and slowly eliminate the alliance that was once dominant. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I'd be down for that too, you know? So um, before they get in, before they start the daily, they have to, you know, hand out the sabotage, which Ooh, from last yeah. week's winners from the authority was Brad and Kayla. Um, Brad pretty made pretty much made it apparent who he was going to target. Why Shocking. get more? Yeah. Why get more blood on your hands? Just target MJ again. So he gives MJ the sabotage. Yeah. MJ's pissed and He's understandable pissed. about <laughs> it. Biggest surprise of the episode was Kayla doesn't give it to Kellyanne, but gives yeah. it to Beth. Gives it back. Yep. That was literally the biggest and surprise s- of the episode. Well, and the the sabotage was a plea, a plea, a pre-placed ring already on your little starboard. Can you say that three times fast? Pre-placed ring, pre-placed ring, pre-placed ring. That was impressive. All right. <laughs> anyway, easily entertained. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so it's a pre-placed ring um, on your. <laughs> No, uh, what? So what? What happens with the sabotage? That's pre-placed. I'm done. Yeah. What? What is pre-placed? I'm done with you guys. Is there a ring that's placed somewhere prior to someone starting? Yes. So a pre-placed ring? Yes. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking punch you. It'll make for a good episode. <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh is tuning in. <laughs> Josh suddenly sat up from the couch. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, Beth and MJ are both going to start with a ring already on their starboard. And then uh, they separate out because obviously it's going to be the guys against each other and the girls against themselves. And uh, Wes starts to make a plan to get MJ and Jordan out first and then take each other out until Mark wins. Which I fucking hate, dude. I fucking hate that. Like, I hate it. Why too. don't you guys just plan to get out whoever you want to get out and then just and then play? Just, just play. Yeah. Like, so, I, I, yeah, I would have been totally fine if it was, hey, let's get let's all, let's all focus together on getting MJ and Jordan out or whatever the plan was. Um, and then we'll all duke it out. But like, why do you have to like preset a winner? Like, yeah, because then it's boring. Like, 
Yeah, we Nobody already cares. know who's going to win. You know what I mean? I was sitting there the whole time, like, because I know Brad was, like, pissed about it. You know, he was, like, not okay with this. He went along with it in the beginning, though. And that's what I thought. But then he was, like, he was, like, yelling at everybody. He's, like, I didn't even know about this plan, blah, 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 blah. I'm, like, were you not standing right there? I could have sworn you were right there when they were all talking. But I don't know, I think, maybe. I think it was that he didn't know beforehand because, like, Wes was the one who brought up the plan. So, presumably, Wes would have, like, been thinking about the plan. Yeah. But I mean, I guess he could only think about it to the extent of seeing what the challenge is and then going from there. That makes sense. So, and maybe maybe it was more like that. Like he wasn't going to say no in front of everybody and be the one to be yeah. like, no, this is stupid. But he was mad. West didn't talk to him like one on one as a friend before, you know, before the game. And I can understand that, you know, yeah. um, and you place a target, too. But, but I was hoping the whole time I was just like sitting there. I was like praying. I was like, come on, like break break the plan and just win brad like you can do it yeah. you know and then ah but i mean i also understand wes's idea behind this which was with this new twist of you know what tj announced for the winners of the authority yeah you know he he wants to make mark take the heat of that first run and yeah. you know that way there's no blood on his hands and he can control to a degree who's going in because it's part of the alliance, right? Right. So it makes sense. And, you know. Well, and he's not as close with Mark as he is with, like, Brad or Nehemiah or whatever. So it was easy for him to pin the heat on Mark. And, you know, Mark went for it. So fuck it. Why not? But I still hate it, though, man. It's so annoying. Agreed. Well, then it's just like, if that's how it's going to go, just show a bunch of super fast cuts of that going exactly that way and move on to the next round. Like, I don't, I don't want to see it play out exactly the way that I've just been told that the entire daily is going to play out. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. I don't even know what I was going to say now. Josh, do you want to say exactly? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got some big old fat rain here. Exactly. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> um, you know, as Brad's doing this uh, or getting set up and they're getting ready to start, um, he starts realizing, like, wait a minute, this, this is a stupid fucking plan. I don't like this plan. <laughs> but he's already in too deep. Uh, cuts over to Jordan uh, doing a little confessional saying this challenge was made for me. Oh, you want me to run fast? Okay, I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> fast as fuck. <laughs> I don't really think you understand how fast I am. Oh my god, I loved that part so much. Oh yeah, my it was god. a good quote. I I appreciate that. That was that was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. Then, Jordan had another good one earlier when they when they when West first like talked to everybody else about the alliance, mm-hmm. and they basically said that leaves. Uh, yes, MJ and Jordan out of it. Mm-hmm. And then it cut to a confessional with Jordan and he said that everybody was after him and he said, it doesn't matter if you're old, it doesn't matter if you're new, it doesn't matter if you're Wes. Yeah. To the point that he like broke Wes out into a third category that is neither yeah. old or new, but Wes in particular. <laughs> yeah. You know what category that is? The ginger category. The ginger. There you go. <laughs> he also does kind of like float in between all old school, new school. He does. He, he really does. does. Yeah, because he was kind of... And you know, I, and, and then it kind of cuts back to MJ feeling disrespected by everyone going... Uh, he feels like everybody's after him, but it's like, dude, you're like one of the top... You just won. 
top guys. You're yeah, reigning, first, defending champion. They're going to knock you out as fast as they can. As fast and as they can. And that's the thing. MJ knows this. Like, And you've already made it half halfway through the season, bro. Like, you have already, like, beaten the odds of a lot of returning champs on seasons. Take it as a show of respect and say, thank you. I'm still going to kick your ass. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And that's the thing. is like, as a football player, he should know that, you know, if you're the defending champ, everybody's Super Bowl is playing you. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're going to give a hundred and you know whatever percent. You know, if you're one of those one hundred and ten percent guys, you know, <laughs> but um, they're going to give a hundred percent against you every fucking time because you're the defending champ, and they don't want you to win again. Yeah, it's exactly. plain and simple. Yeah. Um, I did like the little uh, shot that they gave though, where MJ and Brad were facing off against each other. I thought mm-hmm. that was a pretty cool shot. Yeah. That was really cool. That was Ooh, awesome. I loved it. I'm gonna have to go grab that. Put that on our page. It was a good shot. MJ always stands in a way that he could very easily take out everyone there and the cameraman. Like yeah. he's just got this <laughs> stance that is so it's not like standoffish. It's just completely like a dominating stance. Yeah. Where he's just ready to go at any given point. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, 100%. So, uh, they finally start the daily mm-hmm. and, uh, and, MJ and Jordan kind of figure out really quick what's going on when, you know, they go and he's like, I come back and there's two fucking rings on my star already. Yeah. And so MJ and Jordan start working together to go after Brad. Um, They show yes. Yes is just a man on a mission when it comes Dude, to Wes. He br- yeah, he just went out and just did his own fucking thing. He didn't do shit to help with nothing. Like, he was like, fuck you all, I'm going for Wes. <laughs> yeah, which made no sense. But Why, bro? I don't even think he was part of that plan, though, because he's not part of that alliance. He's not, but um, he was standing right in the circle with all of them, like, nodding his head he? and stuff. So Yeah, I so I just assumed that... I, I saw him standing right there. I don't know if he was just listening, like, all right, yeah, fuck you guys, or if he was part of it. But it fe- I don't know. I just I felt like he was part of the plan of just getting Jordan and MJ knocked out right. first because they, you know, wanted those two gone. And then, you know, but he didn't do none of that regardless. He was like, I'm just going to go for Wes. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Which, I appreciate either that way. Wes got the orange rings. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, they play to his strengths. They did. Yeah. Um, so surprise surprise it pretty much goes exactly how it's described which is MJ goes out first then Jordan then yes and then Wes is fourth out Derek is the fifth one out Nehemiah the sixth Brad the seventh and then surprise surprise nobody would have guessed yeah Mark wins mind you that shot was badass it was. It was, it was a better like, shot. He just like strolls down that last little hill and just tosses it. Yeah. yeah. It was super cool. Yeah. Um, He's the fucking godfather, man. He is, yeah. The, I yeah. mean, <laughs> what were you going to say, the Tony? Timing. Oh, Tony. N- no, I was, I was waiting <laughs> for you to see what you were going to say, Josh. <laughs> I know. So, anyways, with Mark, the godfather, winning it, the timing was everything. It was his birthday this week. Yeah. His mom thankfully went to surgery and is out and is recovering. So all of that, him winning the week that he had, it was all perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. Big, you know Absolutely. what? You know what? At the end of the day, big shout out to Mark, the godfather, and big shout out to Mark's mom, the mom oh, godfather. Yeah. The mom father. The mom father. What? <laughs> the mom mother. The mom mother. The godmother. I don't the know. Godmother. 
Godmother. Uh, that sounds That's too Cinderella. Too. The Godfather's yeah. boss. The god, uh, the woman yeah. that birthed the Godfather. There you go. That's how I said it on her Happy Mother's Day post. So, so we built them up and just went. You know what? <laughs> Not all women give birth to legends, facts. but Mark Long's mom did. Yes. Facts. So there you go. Shout out. <laughs> Bravo. All right. So uh, now we get into uh, the girls portion of this daily. And, you know, it's shock, shocker again. It's it's not like it was completely planned out, <laughs> but the treehouse just has so many more people working together for a common goal compared yep. to all the other girls who are just kind of like, oh, I'm on the challenge, off you know, fucking la la land. Yeah. And not realizing they're getting picked off one at a fucking time, including the reigning champ. This is what I don't understand. What the fuck is going on? What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. They also aren't totally <sighs> going for her either. Because no. they were so hyper focused on Kellyanne and Kendall, which that, is like, weird. They seem to forget that John A won season one and season two. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, what are you guys doing? And that's the mm-hmm. other. What are you doing? That goes to the treehouse as well. What the fuck are you doing? You know what? <laughs> no, I, go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to quickly say I would really appreciate fewer confessionals from Veronica about situations that she's not involved in at all. Facts. That's she's what Veronica had, like, does. But I don't yeah. care. Like, I, it seems like every time that there's an Welcome event, to who Veronica is. But every time that there's a scene that she's not in, they're then like, we should probably cut to Veronica and see what she says about those two having orange juice with their cereal. <laughs> is she so, going to tell you why she's having wine? Look, oh my yeah. God. Look, here's the deal. Like, there's certain people like Veronica and Jemmy who are really good at talking about other people. So that's why they cut to them in the confessionals. And I like, uh, I get it, but no, like there, it was the guy's elimination, the guy's daily. And then they cut to a confessional of Veronica about how the guy's daily was going. I'm like, perhaps you should check in with one of the people taking part in this current event or one of the (laughs) people who are just ousted from this current event, rather than the person who's on the sideline watching. Veronica is turning into the Pat Summerall of the challenge. Jesus, you like that one, Josh? You like that one, didn't you? I know you like that one. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I've been laughing for like two minutes, and I'm trying to be quiet. Shut up. <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, if we're talking about Veronica, I mean, it's the only thing that she brings to this fucking game. Because first of all, she can't fucking run up a goddamn hill. She, <laughs> to quote somebody in our group, she looks like someone's Tia. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Look, I don't shoot the messenger. I read it off somewhere else. If you want to see it, go to Challenge Trash Talk. You'll see it. Um, that's on Facebook, by the way. But somebody did say she looks like someone's Tia, and they're not wrong. <laughs> they're not wrong. <laughs> Josh's face. Right I now. like I I understand I understand why she's there. And like I understand that she's one of the OGs and everything like that. And some of the stuff she says is fucking funny. It's just a matter of like, there's too much of it. Like there's just too many. The thing, my issue is there's too many confessionals that are Veronica when up to now, she hasn't necessarily had a massive impact on the direction of the game. And this could completely come from me looking at it still as predominantly a survivor watcher, whereas the edit is based a lot more on who is influencing the game at that point. Right. Whereas with the challenge, because there are people who come on season after season after season yeah. or who have been around the 
challenge world for a while that you see more of them when they're on. Yeah. And I'm still coming to terms with that, like editing dynamic, Style. I guess. Yeah. Um, because it, it doesn't compute for me yet. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, when you look at who's left uh, for the women, you look, Veronica is like the OG most polarizing person left in the house outside of Beth. So um, those, those are like one and two right there. Yeah. So that's all you're going to get. That's where it's going to go to. That's where the camera is going to zoom in because that's where it's going to yeah. be. They're both number twos. <laughs> They're both number twos. They're tied for two. Well, and that's the thing is like, in all honesty, I understand that like Sylvia and Kayla are not everyone's cup of tea but they're at least playing like a strong strategic game and they're they're looking at the situation and adapting mm-hmm. i'm much more interested in where their heads are at because they seem to be the ones that are moving the game forward from yeah. that side they're playing as one yeah 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 hive mind oh my god yeah. you and your hive mind wait let's explain it to them it we don't have to because we have hive mind Oh my God. I got proof. Anyway, so they uh, the treehouse decides for the daily what they're gonna do. They're gonna go uh, for Beth, and you know is that's some big old fat rain you got there, Josh? It's it's getting worse. Oh well, you know, good thing you got that covered patio. Um, so the treehouse is deciding they're gonna go Beth, <laughs> Kellyanne, they go after no. Beth, Naya, John A. Well, they no, you know they're going after Kellyanne before Naya or John A because Kellyanne and Beth are their biggest targets right now. Like yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm just yeah, I'm just telling you the order in which they named them off. Okay, well, I'm <laughs> saying from a logical perspective, it's Beth, Kellyanne, John A, and then Naya, mm-hmm. and that's also the way they get eliminated. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, can you just move on? No, you can move on. I'm obviously doing it wrong, so go ahead. Oh my god, you are such a girl. I am. Anyway. So the treehouse is going to go after Beth and Naya and John A and all of them, obviously. And um, they get started and Beth just kind of assumed that, you know, they that the other girls would all kind of work together to go after the treehouse. And shockingly, when she comes around the corner, she sees John A throwing a ring on hers instead of going for somebody in the treehouse. And she gets fired up she's instantly fucking pissed and she's like i'm going to take john a out and i'm like girl you ain't doing shit okay i don't know what you think you're gonna do but you ain't gonna do shit beth's always talking some shit she can't do did she oh yeah she does um but honestly like this round was pretty freaking boring like nothing extraordinary happened nothing really went out of out of plan nothing it was just well, we did get a little highlight of Ronnie when she saw John A toss a ring on her. She and, did. She went for a nice run there. And, you know, she fucking was the one that put John A out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. It was impressive to watch it happen. Yeah. Um. Once again, kind I, of Ronnie's showcase. Why was literally why did literally nobody go for Kayla? She's literally won like majority of the freaking dailies this season. Why did nobody not 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 Naya, not Kellyanne. Not John A, not Beth. None of them went for Kayla. Why? That would have been the first one I would have went for. Like, why are we going? The hell are we doing? Why are we going after Veronica? Like, (laughs) the fuck? Yeah, it didn't really make too much sense. It was so dumb. 
Anyways, uh, the way that the it all boiled down is uh, Beth's out first. Nobody's surprised by that one. The only yeah. way she was getting out sooner is if she quit the daily. Well, and she had had that other ring already there, so they only had to yeah. do four on her, so that's she had, easy. She had the pre-placed ring. Yeah, she did. Um, so Beth Beth is out first, then uh, Kelly out, Kellyanne next. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naya was uh, third out, John A the fourth, Kayla the fifth, Ronnie the sixth, Veronica the seventh, and I was actually surprised that Sylvia won this, but she was doing decent throughout. Yeah. Like she yeah. was landing a couple of them that they showed. And that's my thing is like, I know a lot of people don't like Sylvia, but like, I do think she is kind of like a sleeper competitor. Like she's got certain things that she's really strong at and she capitalizes on them. Ring toss is definitely it. Dude, I'm going to take her with me to the circus next time I go. I just don't like her. I'm getting that big stuffed animal. Yep. (laughs) She's a good competitor. I just don't like her gameplay personally. Like I think she relies too heavily on having an alliance. She doesn't know how to play alone. So when it gets to the end of the game, that's where she gets fucked. And that's her biggest downfall, in my opinion. But like when it comes to actually competing, yeah, I think she's definitely I don't want to say worthy of being like the all star name or whatever. But I think she's definitely a a good competitor and she can hold, you know, hold herself against these all stars. Yeah, no, I think I think she is one of the more underrated challengers. Yes. Um, You know, people think she's like if you talk to like a, a. a fair amount of people they think she's lower tier mm-hmm. but she really isn't i would say she's like a medium medium high yeah. kind of right in there like she's better than average but she's not great is my opinion yeah yeah well i mean i came into this season not really caring one way or the other that she was there mm-hmm. and then within the first two episodes i definitely liked her more than i i liked her on the flagship but again she was tethered pretty closely to the lavender ladies and I just was not a fan other than Ashley. So it just like it, I wasn't hopeful going in, but mm-hmm. she's done really well and she's performed really well. So I like, I'm more than happy with her still being there for sure. Yeah. Obviously, like we said, uh, Sylvia and uh, Mark ended up, you know, winning this daily. So they are the new two-person authority they will choose who they want to go down into elimination um and then whoever they choose obviously this is where we find out that whoever they choose gets to call down whoever they want once they're down at the arena so that means everybody suits up elimination night except for the two-person authority um so i do like that part because it's always like it's not one of those things where well one i like that it gives people more time to politic because i like watching those politics happen through the house And then two, it kind of cuts that awkward, weird, because I don't know, I've never really been a fan of the like, the, the, you know, the nomination scenes. They're just, they always seem like awkward and forced to me. And I like that intensity of having somebody standing down in the arena and everybody up there is just like terrified, don't know if they're going to get called down. And then, you know, you get called down and just, I love that whole feeling and all the energy behind that. So, um, that that definitely made me excited. I like this new little twist. Yeah, it, I mean, and that's my thing is it, it it creates a an alliance buster. You know what I mean? Like if you could be like, yo, I want to throw down Beth, you know, because the treehouse doesn't like Beth because of Veronica, but Beth could be like, all right, I want to go against Veronica in this endurance challenge. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or yeah. like you know, it's it's a hall brawl and she calls down Kayla. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so. 
I I really appreciate this because it keeps us from getting the lavender ladies kind of thing in, you know, uh, what was that final reckoning where it was was that was that the right one? Am I thinking the right one? Lavender ladies yes. and final reckoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pretty much ran that whole fucking season because you had nonstop. Ashley and Sylvia in the final. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but so uh, get into after the well, hang on before you before we move on to the rest of the episode. I think right here would be a really really good place for us to take a pause and share the anchor ad that we need to share. So I say th- I say we do that. Well, you know what? You're the boss. Let's go ahead and kick that off. Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, since we didn't do that in the beginning. That's all right. <laughs> Look, you know who the fuck we are. If you don't, if you know, don't who the know fuck. By now. Yeah, come on. I mean, come on. Look, if, secondly, our names are on the fucking logo art. <laughs> like, and I personally put whoever's in the episode on the logo art. We, we can have 15 people. Guess what? We're getting stacked up. Oh, my God. That would be interesting. Got Please close. don't ever do that to me. Please don't ever do that to me. Well, I guess right. it's the perfect time to announce our three special guests, Marlon, <laughs> Brandon, and Polly. You're such a bad liar. Don't <laughs> almost, lie to these people. It almost sounded like you were just going to say, Marlon Brando, and I was like, well, that's going to be <laughs> difficult. <laughs> uh, too soon? Never. All right. So uh, we get back from... Uh, from the, the daily. daily yeah sorry brain <laughs> fart i was like did we get back from the ad or the daily um, well, we are both. back from the ad thank you guys for listening you know but we're thanks great. for we're coming also- back. i <laughs> would hope they knew we were back we're <laughs> fucking talking the ad's just me monologuing <laughs> and no point are you josh or tony in that so i would I hope know. they knew we're back <laughs> it was too difficult hey, to try to spread it out fuck it just do the damn ad hey guys care. welcome back your dreams are your ticket out. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> oh my god! So we get back in, and then uh, I found this uh, pretty amusing that Nehemiah was doing the like saging. He was like saging <laughs> Beth. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how did Beth feel about that? Tenderoni was saging you. <laughs> well, he knows. He knows. Like, he can't get close because she's just paint such a huge fucking target on herself well and that's what he said the last episode or whatever it was when she came in um what yeah it was last episode right episode mm-hmm. four yeah so that's what he had said because she was like oh i'm so excited nehemiah's here my tenderoni and like made a joke about it and he was like i do not want to work with beth she is bad at this game and she always has a target on her back like so he you know I don't, yeah. but I thought that scene was so fucking funny. It was pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, the next scene uh, shoots over to the treehouse. I think it's like Kayla, Sylvia, mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie. I don't know. Remember, I think if, Veronica was. I know Veronica sure. was there. I'm just trying to remember if Derek was there. I don't think he was. <laughs> I don't think. I didn't I hear any flagellants, so I don't think he was there. Derek made it very Wasn't clear him. on our IG page that it was not him. And we never publicly apologized so, other than on our IG. I would believe that, except when the fart sound happened, everybody just looked right at Derek. <laughs> well, he we wasn't didn't there. He wasn't see? on screen. Yeah. They, they looked off the screen, though. <laughs> looked, Maybe it was the cameraman. But they looked oh. off screen into the oh. entirety of the rest of the house. Oh, my God. There was a guy God. holding the boomstick. That's what it oh was. Oh, my God. If, right. it was a, if it was the audio guy, he better put that boomstick a little bit closer. <laughs> 
There you guys go. That was for your listening pleasure. <laughs> wow. That was a replay. Anyway. So uh, anyways, um, it's the Treehouse gang talking um, and they're kind of debating on if they should send in Beth and Kayla is puts up a really good point that she's scared that they throw Beth in that Beth's going to call her out and she might lose based on weight because a lot of these competitions haven't really been based on necessarily strength, but it's more like, you know, weight or speed endurance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do want to give a shout out to the producers for not giving us tic-tac-toe this season like oh, they did last year with yeah. Kahuta. Yeah. Like that was kind of dirty. You yeah. Know, just putting that yeah. out there. Um, I agree. So, you know, and Kayla is actually making some very valid points, which is hard for me to say based on Kayla's previous gameplays, but that's all the compliments I'm going to give her. It was a good point. That was it. <laughs> Um, it's a smart it's a smart way to look at it because yeah i could very easily see them maybe overlooking that aspect of it not just necessarily them but them meaning the challengers in general Mm -hmm. overlooking that aspect of when you throw somebody in you can't protect anybody else in your alliance yeah which really at this point like i said earlier like invalidates the need for an alliance within a game because the only good at this point that an alliance can do is to not say you. Yep. Well, and honestly, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, like, and if you're friends with those people, then they're probably not going to say you anyway. Yeah. So the, uh, the necessity of an alliance kind of goes away. And that's probably the intention is it makes it very much an individual game is you can only protect yourself mm-hmm. and you can only put one person in. Yeah, I I think that if it was, I mean, and that's the thing is it also depends on the players. And this is easy for me to say sitting over here on the outside behind a microphone instead of actually having to make these decisions and stuff. But you can also flip it to the other side to where it can benefit your alliance, because Mm -hmm. since you get to choose who you go against, you put your alliance member down there and then you have control over who's in the elimination. And instead of your alliance member getting called out by somebody that they may potentially lose to. You put Kayla down there and you let her call out who the fuck she wants yeah. and who she thinks yeah. she can beat, which that's my only problem with this move from Kayla is I'm like, OK, but if it's not Beth, like who's it, who who you really think you're going to beat here, Kayla, like in an elimination. So do you just plan on just not going into elimination at all? Because most of the girls here are heavy hitters. So like where, you know, Kellyanne might be your best option, but even she's like freakishly fucking strong. So that's yeah. where I'm like, if it's not Beth, then it, you know, if it's Kellyanne, then it's going to be the same argument from Kayla. If it's Veronica, you know, it's going to be the same thing no matter who it is. And that's my only issue is that, I, so I don't feel like it's a game move. I feel like it's a scared move, but I don't blame her for it. So like, and that's why I'm like, you know, I wouldn't want to go against Beth either. Like that's a big ass gamble compared to gambling against Kellyanne or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, it's a quote from later on in the episode, but it's applicable here. Brad says something along the lines of he's just doing anything that he can to stay out of elimination. Yeah. But like, no shit. That's the kind of the point. Yeah. Like nobody wants to go stars do yet. Mm -hmm. So I understand the, the the want to have one, Mm -hmm. but just by being there, you have one. Yeah. So I would also be doing whatever I could to stay out of elimination. Mm hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's why I'm like, I can't blame her for it. Yeah. So, so but, after uh, yeah, they, they go to the club. Yeah, they go to the club, but it's one of those situations where they show the club scene and nobody's fucking at the bar 
or on the dance floor, they're all sitting together, joined up together, politicking. At tables. They showed so many people by themselves not talking. Like somebody, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been Yes, was like fiddling with the rope on the railing by where he was sitting. (laughs) Kellyanne was petting the dogs. (laughs) Yeah, Brad. <laughs> Again. Always. Brad was staring off at the moon. <laughs> Never blink. Okay, oh, we're, done with, that. we're right, done with sorry. that now. Um anyways, it cuts over to uh it looks like if I remember right, it was MJ and Mark talking, and MJ yep. tells uh Mark, look, if I get called in, I'm going to call Brad down. You yeah. know, because of the sabotage, which I get. It's there's been so much blood spilled right here. You know, it's the only logical answer. Um, oh, yeah. You can't blame MJ for for that. You no. know, and he's trying to make sure that Mark doesn't throw him in because he knows Mark and Brad are working together. And so it's like, hey, dude, yeah. if you put me down there, I'm going to call it your number one because I can't call you out. So I'm going to call it Brad. So fuck you. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I, so this is this next scene is pretty much what we've all been seeing for the last week which was uh, Beth is sitting down with Sylvia and Mark talking and saying, you know, kind of going through the politics of, you know, who are you going to call in if we send you down there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beth says, uh, you know, if she gets called down there, she wants Kayla or John A. Or wait, no, no, no. Let me yeah. rephrase that. And yeah. Beth was, uh, was that right? That's what yeah. she said. Yeah, 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 yeah she yeah. said she wanted either. Yeah. She was, she would call down either Kayla or John A. For some reason, I kept thinking it was Kellyanne, but you're no, and she it's Kelly. Is, and they they had asked her, and she asked her why why Kellyanne or why Kayla, and she you know obviously she was like because she put the sabotage on me, yeah. And then she asked her, you know, so why John A? And that's where Beth says <laughs> she's a dirty player and is cheating on her husband with MJ. <laughs> like, <sighs> there's bomb a, drop just yeah. That's there's a lot to unpack here. Um. Here's my thing. Dirty player. Here's my thing. If you want to expose somebody for cheating, expose them to their partner. Not do not to national television. Television. That's just what the fuck. That's just a really fucking sloppy and messy look to me. Now I do understand the argument that if they were cheating, which um, they both vehemently say that they weren't. I do understand the argument of saying, well, they brought on national television, so if it gets exposed on national television, that's their fault, right? And Mm -hmm. I get that point, but. Like I said, expose it to the 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 people that are actually vested in that person, like, you know, their wife or their husband. Right. Don't do it to fucking Mark and Sylvia because they're the authority this week. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Because Just say, you're trying I to don't... show that she, quote unquote, cheats at everything. Yeah. Instead of doing that, just say, I don't like John A. I'd rather go against her. Yeah. And say whatever you're the fuck you want to say in your confessional if you're going to do that. But like, it was just so sloppy and just fucking typical Beth. Yeah, it was very Well, and then Beth. she backtracked it as soon as, because John A heard her say her name mm-hmm. and went over and sat down next to her and said, like, why are you saying my name? Yeah. And then she just, like, backpedaled entirely the entire time, didn't say what she had just said, mm-hmm. and John A basically said at the end, if you want to go against me, fine. I'll be happy to take your stars. Yep, exactly. I love that. That's why John A is a G. Yep. Yep. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. It's just like, Beth, you're in your fucking fifties. You've got a lot of life experience behind you. Yeah. Like, what are we doing right here? What is this? Like, how you? How many challenges has Beth done? You know, I know she didn't do any for like. Yeah, but she still years, did quite a bit when she was playing. Like, what she did the first eleven. 
that's probably not accurate. Anyways, the point I'm getting to is like you would think at a certain point, a person would learn to not make the same fucking mistake every goddamn time. Eight seasons. Eight seasons. And she makes the same mistake every time. That's like just like Leroy not learning to not learning to swim until his like seventh fucking season. Yeah. Like, when are you going to learn? Yeah. Sorry. That's my rant. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> no, that's not the end of the show. I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. We have more talk. No. So to do. <laughs> um, it, like Karina said, Johnny goes over there. Here's the name says. And Tony said, says, I'll be happy to send you home and take your stars. Yeah. Um, but then she goes and tells MJ what she just Hold heard. Up. But what, how did Bess say her name? I forgot about that and part. She said it like freaking dude. She's, Jonah or something. She, I don't she know. Said like she almost Jeanette. said it like Jenny, but it was like, yeah, she literally sounded like, like when Forrest Jonah, Gump. Says, Jonah. Yeah. Jonah yeah. or something like that. It sounded something, like yeah. when Forrest Gump says Jenny, like J- Jenny. it was so fucking weird, like almost to the point where it was intentional in my opinion. Well, had, like, yeah, yeah. To me, it seemed intentional. Because she said her name correctly before. So, like, it literally yeah. felt intentional in that moment. The undertones were there. Yes. Yeah. She was and taking Johnny a dig at her. her on it. Yeah, she did. She I snapped back right at her so quick. <laughs> so, like, Grant, I, I forget who was saying it, but right, right after this, Johnny goes and tells MJ at the bar. Um, and they do confessionals, both, like I said, very, very vehemently very I'm, i just can't talk tonight so both <laughs> dear lord baby jesus can you please help me speak correctly <laughs> 12 pounds four pound three ounce baby jesus near golden fleece Oh so God. MJ and John A both do uh, separate confessionals, not joint, um, but they air them at <laughs> pretty much back to back where they uh, flat out say that they are not having an affair. They're just good friends after being partnered from All Stars 2 um, and winning together and now being on All Stars 3 together. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it, it's not my place to say either they were or they weren't because I have no fucking clue and it's not my business, but... You know, believe what you want. There's plenty of T pages out there that go in deeper detail about what they think happens. Yes. I look at it this way. I'm going to go off the two people who would actually be involved and leave it at that. Yeah. And look, here's at the end of the day, um, them having an affair with each other does not affect me in any, in any way. Yeah. I don't so I don't shit. care. Even if it they were cool. Yeah, whatever. Great. Hope you had fun. Like, I don't also, give a fuck. Beth is not exactly known as the most credible source of information. No, when, when she's in when she's in chaos mode, where she's just like, I'm going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks there. And that's yeah, she that's literally has done this same shit before. Not even kidding. She's literally done the same exact move before when she started a bunch of drama between I believe it was Tanya and Robin over Mark. And like went and told Robin that Mark was sleeping with Tanya and all this shit started a big ass fight. Tanya ended up taking all of Beth's clothes and throwing them out of her suitcase into the fucking pool. And we're talking like expensive designer clothes that were not like that still had tags on them and still had the wrapping paper wrapped around them and shit. Like she fucked Beth shit up. (laughs) Like, so this is not the first time that Beth has like made a move like this or spread a rumor like this or you know it's just so for me it's like 
I could see a potential, maybe not even like an affair, but a moment or something, whatever. I could see something like that potentially happening with MJ and John A. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to just take Beth's word for it because you've lied about this same shit before. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, so far, all Beth has done since she came in was quit a daily, rob us of having more time with Kendall on this season, and then start random shit. Yeah. With the winners of last season who are arguably fan favorites. Yeah. Like, what like, are you doing? To me, that is, that is not what you would call value added. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck are you even doing right now? Makes and no I'm, damn sense. No, and I'm one of the ones who didn't have an issue with Beth up until this season. Right. I had actually said that I don't mind Beth uh, like in the earlier seasons when I've been rewatching just recently. But now I absolutely do. And I have no patience for it because like, I don't jive with that sort of gameplay or those sort of antics. Yeah. And, and I mean, and that's the thing, because like, I know that that was a big debate, especially last week when Veronica and Beth had their interaction where you know they were talking about how mean each other were in the past seasons and then veronica was like i have never done anything to you you know and that was bullshit but at the same time like beth is not like it's not like she's a fucking saint you know what i mean like and she's done a lot of shit to a lot of people and i'm not saying that she deserved stuff that veronica did or anything like that that's not at all what i'm saying but i'm i am just saying that like when you're not a nice person, not nice things happen to you. And that's all I that's all I have to say about that. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so the next scene and this is where it kind of got really fucking interesting because Mark goes over. He lets Brad know he's like, hey, look, MJ came up and was talking to me and told me if I send him in, he's going to call you out. So, like, what are we going to do? So then, of course, Brad starts panicking and he's like, I'm going to end up going to elimination. Like, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. Because really, you know, MJ's really the only person that they were kind of looking at because you don't want to send Jordan in there. You just saw what he just did to Darrell. Like, so everybody's scared. So Brad goes and wakes Wes up out of a dead fucking sleep. And he's like, bro, outside right now i need to talk to you and he is not happy like he was not nice about it he was like get up let's go now and so he takes him outside with mark and he confronts him and he's like dude you made this big old plan and you executed this plan without really like talking to me or allowing any input from me and i'm gonna be the one that gets fucked in this situation and i'm not happy about it you know, and it's like he was he was really pissed. Right. And yeah. rightfully so, because he could have easily have won that. Yeah, exactly. You know, he held back a lot in that daily. And so anyway, shockingly, out of all of this, Wes tells Brad, he says, hey, look, bro, if that's your concern, I'll just go into elimination. Just send me into elimination and I'll call out who I want. And then you're safe. You don't have to go. The plan worked out. I'm not sitting, you know, he didn't say this part, but obviously like his whole intention was not to be the one in authority having to make this, you know, initial move and stuff. He wanted to see how the game was going to work out before he took that spot. And so, and I, you know, so it's kind of like a win-win and then he gets to call out whoever the fuck he wants. So it's like, but he, and you know, obviously Brad agrees to this, but it's just like, it was 
I don't know. I've never seen anything like this from Wes before. Like, and I'm not saying that Wes isn't a loyal person because I've seen loyalty from him throughout his seasons to people that he cares about, obviously. But at the same time, like something to this extent to volunteer to go into an elimination just was like, it shocked the hell out of me. This was Wes's Nelson moment. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And he and he said, like he flat out said that this has to do with friendship and mm-hmm. he doesn't want anything that happens in game to affect their relationship out of game. Right. Which is huge. Yeah. Like huge. And it's, I say it's huge for Wes and I don't mean it from the standpoint that Wes is not that type of person. It's just huge for Wes because Wes is such a dominant player in so many different facets that he doesn't need to make this move. Yeah. But he does make this move. And I think, and it, it does kind of go back to, I think that it's another sit like that. His situation with Devin mm-hmm. ended up influencing, like I said earlier, how he plays the game. And I think that this is one of the key sort of takeaways from it as well. Absolutely. It was, yeah, it was just, I don't know. I, I really love the moment, but it was definitely one of those things that I was just not expecting for that to happen. I thought Wes would think of some kind of scheme or, you know, something to get MJ's attention on someone else or whatever. Um, but he didn't. He just straight fucking stood up and was right. like, I'll do it. Because at first he even tried to play it off before he went all out. He's like, who's to say that MJ's not going to come for me? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, hold on, Wes. We just saw Brad sabotage him not once, twice, three times in a row. You think yeah. he's really going to come for you? Yeah. But to see this, how Wes is portrayed, he's portrayed as a snake, conniving, always doing these backdoor deals and everything else. But as you said, he's always loyal with what comes out of his mouth is what he does. Yeah. Exactly. So, and that's the thing is that it's it, it was just it was kind of like seeing another layer to his loyalty. And then at the same time, it made me feel really bad because we were just discussing this like an episode or two ago where we were talking about that joke that his wife, Amanda, had made on her Instagram stories where someone had asked if she would ever come on a challenge with Wes. And she did like the picture of Kyle's face. And she was like, oh, I'm shooting for this this partnership or whatever. And we were talking, we made a joke about how, you know, she wouldn't like in reality, she wouldn't want to come on a season with Wes because Wes is one of those people who just burns down everything in his path to make his way. And I would like to formally retract that statement because I think in this moment, Wes proved that he does have limits to what he burns down and what he doesn't. And I really, really respect that. Right. Because Wes stood in Brad's wedding. Yeah. He, he stood right by him and he's been his friend throughout outside mm-hmm. of the challenge in the house, all, all throughout facets of life. Wes has been there for him, but they've been there for each other. So yeah. to see this happen and unfold on TV, it just, you see, you definitely see Wes in a different light. And I'm here for that. Yeah, it, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought it was the best move Wes could possibly make. And he saw that because if he wouldn't have done this, he would have lost his biggest alliance member. And and that's a good point, too. And, you know, by doing this, he's earned himself, you know, so much. Oh, so much credit. Not even credit necessarily, but it's almost like 
money in the game, right? Like game credit is what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But like the simple fact that he can now look at Brad and be like, dude, I went in for you. Now you got to go in for me. <laughs> Prove your loyalty to me. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Right. Bro. Yeah. Right. Your turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, a smart move by Brad or not by Brad, by Wes. Mm-hmm. And with him knowing that he could pick the, the person he was going against, it, it made it even easier for him. Well, yeah. Y- and then what I also found interesting is we, we actually find this out in the next scene when we go into the nomination scene is that apparently John A had approached Sylvia at some point. We just didn't see this footage until now, but apparently John A approached Sylvia at some point and said, Hey, put me in, let me call out who I want to call out. I want to be the one to call her out. I don't want to get called out by her. I want to have the power. I want to have the control put me in. And so this nomination ceremony was extremely easy and extremely quick. Wes volunteered. So of course, Mark and Sylvia vote Wes in and John A volunteered. So which that's fucking awesome, too. Like, I love that. I want to get I know that we have been giving it up and giving shouts and all this stuff and all this love for John A all like through all of our recaps this season and especially in this this one tonight. But I want to do it again because that's fucking badass to like have that confrontation that she had with Beth, the whole issue, all the rumor going around about her and MJ that I'm sure has just spread like wildfire through that entire house by now. And for her to stand up and still just say, you know what? Fuck that. I will go to elimination, but give me the power. Like that was badass. Agreed. 100%. Next we have the elimination. Yeah, We go into the elimination. There was really nothing, nothing in between nominations right into elimination. Um, It's called knockoff. Yeah. It sounded like it was going to be really exciting. Turn that. It's not the first time we've been lied to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this episode. <laughs> so this episode is a lie. Basically, it's a wall with pads that are hooked to a bar, and there's pads on both sides. You can push them. It's almost like a was were those little soccer table things called? I can't think. Oh, right foosball. Now. foosball. Yeah, it's almost like foosball. So you know, you slide your side in too far, you might hit your buddy in the nuts. Same basic principle. <laughs> Hilarity uh, ensues. Yeah, exactly. Except these are not just poles. Um, there's a giant like was it a, an cushion. octagon cushion it's a circle. shape yeah. was yeah. it a circle i thought it had like a, a geometric shape to it other than a circle more i thought like they it. were circles yeah i'm pretty sure they were circles but anyways they're um, on season four by the way the circle oh yeah Good. <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up um so basically you have to push yours in and it forces it out on the other side and you're trying to knock the person off their ledge they raise this little uh, platform up to about looks like about 10 feet up in the air just to give it some more spice because god it would have been boring on the ground too oh my god just as boring it was, it as it was, was boring in the air, in the air. <laughs> so basically what ends up happening is uh girls are up first um and well i'm sorry let me i got ahead of myself tj calls down no calls on uh, Mark and Sylvia he calls to, on Mark and Sylvia to announce who they've chosen, mm-hmm. and uh, they announce that for the women it's going to be John A. For the men, it's going to be Wes. Yes. So Wes and John A. head down to the elimination ring. Uh, he asks them who they want to go against, um, and I know Wes. Wes keeps it pretty short <laughs> and sweet. With I'm going to go with, with the person with the worst. Uh, what was the exact the line? worst judge of the character? Worst, worst judge, judge of character. character. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. So um, we can see this rivalry still going, but yep. it's not going to be going for much longer. 
And then I don't remember what John A said, so I'll let you she, take that. She just, yeah, she just, you can go ahead, Tony. Oh, I don't have an exact quote, but um, basically she said that she wants Beth stars. Well, she wants this person stars and she will do the whole house a favor by getting her out. Yeah, exactly. And proceeds to call on Beth. Calls Beth down. Yeah. God, I wish this would have been a physical elimination. I really do. Oh, my God. It would have been so good. So uh, girls are up first. Yeah. And we've got a John A versus Beth. Uh, They get raised up. And like I said, the object of this is to knock the other person off by pushing these pads over onto their side Mm -hmm. um, through the wall. John A um, has all the advantage in this. Um, One MJ telling her exactly where Beth is at every time and where to push. Yeah. And everyone else. Exactly. On top of everyone. Like literally the only person that was going to help Beth was TJ and he doesn't help anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't even think. Sorry about your luck, Beth. (laughs) Yeah. He probably wouldn't have either. No. He's probably wondering why the hell she's on the cast just like we were. So they go at it for a little while and it's pretty one sided from what I remember. And she's just standing. Beth doesn't even push the things back. She just like stands there. Like she's getting like MJ's in between them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is it is smart because she was standing in between the actual bumpers right. so that she couldn't get hit by them, which is the only praise I will give her this episode, given how it went. Yeah, so she yeah. basically stands in the same place while John A keeps pushing the pads in and out, trying to knock her off. And Beth is hearing everybody try to help John A and nobody's trying to help her. Oh, she focuses on the fact that MJ is helping John A. And that was my whole thing. I'm like, okay, but it's not just MJ. Like everybody is giving yeah. tips to John A right now. Like if you weren't be- like so rude to everyone else in the house, then maybe somebody would have yelled to you where her location was. And that's my thing is I'm like, dude, even the person you were literally talking to this episode about working together, Kellyanne, didn't even fucking shout out to help you. Okay. Like somebody who was literally going to try to work with you is not even trying to help you win this elimination. That should tell you something. Dude, Kellyanne's smart. She knew what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. She's not dumb. Yeah. She wasn't going to root for Beth. She so, knew that. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to try to make this into anything more exciting than what we've already said. Uh, this goes on for about five to 10 minutes, and then Beth. She gets mad. She gets all like huffy puffy about MJ helping her. And she's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then she once again says that John A is cheating. Yeah, she's cheating. I'm done. And I, but I do love though, as TJ blows the horn, John A, you just hear John A from the other (laughs) side of the wall. She goes, thanks for your stars. Cold as ice. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I was surprised that it even lasted that long. As soon as it went up in the air, I was like, all right, this isn't going to be long at all. She's going to be up there for a minute and then she's going to be like, I'm scared. Well, and that was my thing is because that's what I didn't like is that when she was like doing her, her confessional while she was quitting and she was like, I'm done, I'm done. And then her confessional kept popping up in her confessional. She was talking about how she was just done because Johnny was cheating, you know, whatever. And MJ's helping her and all this stuff. And he's yelling out the answer. And she's all throwing a fit about that. Then she gets on the ground and she starts talking and TJ asks her what happened. And she's like, Oh, I just got scared up there. And it's like, what, what, which one is it? Are you confused? Like I'm confused. I don't understand. I I forgot the narrative. Whatever, Beth. <laughs> Beth doesn't even know what the fucking narrative is. So this is now the second time she's quit on All Stars in an elimination. Never bring her back. Never. I don't get Never it. Never bring Stop her back. Stop bringing her back. Why are we bringing her back? She's not good. 
Nobody likes her. The fans don't really like her. Nobody in the house ever likes her. I don't even know if TJ likes her, but it doesn't seem like it. And all she does is fucking quit. Quit the daily. Quit the eliminations. Hope to see you never. Like, well, and and look, here's here's the theme. I have no personal feelings towards Beth one way or the other, because majority of the seasons I've watched did not include Beth. And I didn't watch her real world season. I didn't watch real world homecoming Los Angeles either. Shoot me. <laughs> it's because I don't care about fucking Beth. Yeah. Facts. No, no emotions tied to her at all. The part that pisses me off is that this is the second time that this woman has quit and has taken a spot from somebody who would have actually physically and mentally competed in this game. Yeah. So she stole somebody else and I don't give a shit who it was. It could have been anybody in the history it could have been someone i don't like at all she could have took it apart from fucking amanda for all i care yeah. i would have rather had amanda on here than beth i would have rather had nicole z talking through a kazoo the whole time than beth <laughs> i would just rather have nicole z fair yeah no but it, it, She's that's just yeah i mean she is a badass but i'm just saying like i would have rather had flavor flave there than <laughs> fucking Beth. Beth. What about Riff Raff? Stop. Stop. I Stop. wish Riff Raff was on every fucking season. Oh I God. loved Riff Raff. You are I a fool. fucking loved Riff oh Raff. God. Here's annoying. the thing. As a person, I have no idea who Beth is, what she's about, what her life no. is outside of this game. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, and I will leave it at that. I will not I haven't I haven't taken it to heart from anybody else from any of season of the challenge. So I'm not going to with her as a player. And as the edit has perceived her, I don't need to see her back on the challenge myself. No, I'm um, I, I don't appreciate that element that she brings with her version of drama. Um, I find to fill that void. I feel that Jemmy has a more well-rounded approach to that dynamic. Yeah. She doesn't go as hard and she doesn't take pot shots the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with Veronica, like Veronica does not take those kind of pot shots. Neither does Kayla, neither does Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Like that's different. And that's whether it's editing or not. I have no idea. I can't comment on it. But yeah. as far as being a player, I, I wasn't super pumped when she came back. Yeah. Because of how she played the last time. Mm-hmm. I was willing to give her another shot, much like I was willing to give like Sylvia and Kayla another shot. Right. Sylvia and Kayla have exceeded my expectations as far as players in this game and new players Mm-hmm. Coming back to the game. Right. Beth has not. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, I'll, I'll keep it really short and sweet. In real life, I'm sure she's a sweetheart in her personal life and her friends and family and and everybody else loves her and she's very trustworthy and she gives to charities and all these other things. But on the challenge, <laughs> no. 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 Just comma she's- no, period. Yes. You're welcome, Tony. <laughs> it's a callback. <laughs> so uh, this next one, uh, I know I wasn't the only one that noticed this, but it cuts over to Derek 
uh, little confessional. This of- was the okay. This was the smoothest shit of the lo- of the whole yeah, night. This yeah. was fucking smooth, yeah. like a melted butter. Okay, like somehow I don't even and remember they let him. verbatim how he did it, but he like is talking about the yes and Wes elimination, and this is he goes, this is gonna be challenge mania. <laughs> It was Total like Total fuck fucking me. plug on his podcast right it. on the fucking show. Like, hell yeah. yeah. Get it, Derek. <laughs> in case in case our listeners aren't aware, Derek Kay has a podcast with a gentleman named Scott Yeager, who they're really close friends. I at least I assume they are. I don't mm-hmm. know that for a fact. Called Challenge Mania. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Yes. I hope you know about that already. Uh, God, if you're listening to us and you don't know about Mania, then please. <laughs> then you're you're doing it wrong. Stop kind of, listening and go listen to Mania. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of Twilight Zone have we entered if that's the case? <laughs> and though that was super G though. It was. I, Derek was pulled so that good. off so good. Uh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, well wait till Tori plugs us on thirty eight. <laughs> I mean she's not, but yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. There is there's like a half a second shot of Wes right before they go to all these eliminations when he's on the treadmill as he seems to be every episode. But when the camera is panning away, I don't know if anybody else caught it, but as the camera is going past him, Derek's in the background, but Wes like side eyes the camera and smirks just as he goes out of frame. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did catch that. So good. And then it goes like right into the elimination. Yeah. That's the thing. And, and, and regardless of your like opinion on like some of these really OG people, whether it's Wes or, you know, the the ones that have done multiple seasons and realize, you know, we're making a TV show mm-hmm. when they catch that, they know how to make it work. Oh, and, yeah. And I appreciate it. It's like to me, it's like what Ashley did in 37 where they did that shot where they ran down the bar and they got to her and she looked right at camera and winked at it. And she spun and yeah. And winked. Yeah. was it her? Or was that Amber B? No, that was Ashley. Oh, I thought it was Bamber. It was Millionaire Mitchell. Hmm. That's I, I that guess one. that goes for that's another one. So that's this episode's uh spike in the camera. Because yep. that's yeah, been exactly. one for every episode. Every episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I like yeah. It was good. It, it it's a great shot. Um so Wes and Yes. God, this is going to be a fun elimination to oh, talk Jesus. about. Um, both get rigged up and onto the platform and get raised up to play a giant game of let me hit you in the nuts with a pad. <laughs> oh, um, a padded peg. <laughs> what about TJ's response to how Yes feels about being down there? Oh, my God. Yes gives his like super stoic answer about how like. Uh, he wants to go up against Wes and how like it's his time yeah. to go in and prove himself and he's looking forward to doing <laughs> it and then it's just like this beat and then TJ goes so how do you really feel <laughs> and then Wes is like Wes. even he knows you're full of shit <laughs> what, did, so what was Yes's reply to that though I don't think he um, had one. Yes just said that he was ready to go in and kick some ass <laughs> yeah, right, yeah 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 that's Basically. what I thought yeah Oh my god, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> so also um little shout out to Nehemiah. Um if you have a code word, it's only a code word if you don't say it 300 fucking times in 10 minutes. <laughs> Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. <laughs> shout out to fucking one of our listeners, code name Bubblicious, Melissa. Yeah, for this was her out. favorite part. Like she literally, she messaged. Okay, so if you guys don't know who Melissa is, 
You guys should, because we literally named an entire episode after her. Um, <laughs> but we love <laughs> Melissa. Um, with that being said. With that being said. Fuck. Sorry, Melissa. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's how it went. She literally messaged me like Wednesday morning and she's like, let me know as soon as you watch the episode. I need to know if you guys saw what I saw. And so like <laughs> I messaged her Thursday after everybody had watched it. And I was like, what are we looking for? Because a lot of weird, strange shit happened in this episode. And she was like, it happened in the elimination. Nehemiah was say, I was like, oh, juicy fruit. Like she loved this part. So shout out to Melissa. We love you, girl. Thank you for being such an awesome supporter. Matter of fact, hit up Karina. We'll send you a sticker. Yes, 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 yes. I will connect with you. Um, so getting back into the elimination, yes and West start pushing pads. And uh, the first thing I noticed, well, first two things I noticed, I'm sure you guys did too, was one, the aggressive nature in which yes was trying to push the pads in. Like he was trying to hit him like he was a uh, fucking... Like he was uh, punching him. Yeah, like he was George Foreman trying to throw a the left fuck? hook. The fuck? You know, so he's, you know, just wasting a ton of energy. Secondly, he was talking shit the whole time. And in a game where you, the purpose is to knock off the person behind a wall you can't see, if you're talking the whole time, you're giving away where you're standing. <laughs> there was a reason Wes didn't say a fucking word that whole time. Well, and Wes didn't do much either. He just kind of sat there and dodged the the pegs as they came through and just kind of popped them back through. Like he was exerting zero fucking energy doing what he was doing yeah and you know you know yes was getting some help but you know wes brad or i'm sorry nehemiah brad um and i believe mark, mark were all yeah. trying to help him out and they were you know every time nehemiah or every time i'm sorry yes would get to a certain point nehemiah would scream out juicy fruit and you'd see wes hit the top pad and kind of knock yes right in the face um, and he yelled juicy fruit often, as I said. It was probably a good 20 times I heard it at yeah. least. And I love yes, but man, some of those shots of him just getting nailed in the head by those things, <laughs> I was dying. Like Ugh. it was a boring ass elimination, but there were some funny ass parts in it, that's for sure. And some of it was yes's shit talking. And then also those shots of yes just getting slammed in the head with one of those. And pigs. it wasn't like once or twice, it was like fucking eight times <laughs> he got hit. Like yeah. every time Nehemiah said juicy fruit, <laughs> yes just fucking head tilted. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. But it was like, I'm sorry, but this was a boring ass fucking elimination. Like they could have brought back Crawl Brawl. That, that was kind of cool. I would have watched that again. It went for over 42 minutes. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. These last two limbs have been shitty. They've been boring. Let's put you yeah. in a... Could you imagine being the people standing there watching this, though? Because like Half we of them were sitting down by the end of it. They were like, <laughs> they weren't even they weren't even close enough to like have a clear view. They were sitting down on the ledge at the back of the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and I'm I think super... Kayla was like, this could go on forever. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> said that. I don't remember who it was, but it might have been Kayla. But yeah, it was it was boring as fuck i just kept waiting for it to be over <laughs> well like i get it you don't want to do pole wrestle anymore because every time you guys do a pole wrestle and all-star someone breaks their ribs but you gotta do something why can't you do wrecking wall like that would have been a good I, fucking elimination i like for that this. elimination i really do you know? i don't know why they don't bring that back more that one's awesome but uh anyways so this goes on for like tony said like 45 to 50 minutes of yes just getting pegged in the fucking face the chest the arms 
Um, I don't think he really hit West more than a couple times from what I saw in the edit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so it was a pretty one-sided match. Finally, Wes hits a pad right after being screamed, being screamed at by Nehemiah juicy fruit. Uh, <laughs> and it hits. Yes. Like kind of, I think it was a body shot, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it yeah, hits him like right, right in the, the body. Chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hit him right in the chest and it, it causes yes to lose his balance and, and fall off. So, well, no, it hits him. He starts losing his balance, and then West starts hitting all of them. If I remember right, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But he he yeah, knocks him off. Yeah, no, that's pretty much. Yeah, he got hit multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was the one that caused him to start losing his balance, and then yeah. West just started going to town, hitting all of them, so that he didn't have anything to gather. Is he know. was? Do you think West was just picturing bananas there at the end, just punching them all? <laughs> I hope so. I think so. Yeah, I think so possible <laughs> keep the rivalry alive right yeah, come we're on. buddies now uh, i don't know did you watch that up all night where fucking bananas oh, waxed, over? yeah where bananas <laughs> waxed his beard i'd be oh pretty pissed God. if someone did that to me that's yeah that's that's some major shit right there yeah anyways that's uh beyond that's way beyond where we're going with this this next part though yeah i talk about this shit every time this shit happens on on a show we'll talk about then <laughs> but this <laughs> you do the thing with the words thank you thank you for, thank you for you, the permission. you know you open your mouth vocals thanks for the permission yeah <laughs> anyway get the fuck out of here Go away. Anyway, <laughs> you're so dumb. You're so dumb. Um, so Jackass. I really liked this moment though because this wasn't like just like the winner approaching the loser and be like, oh, good job, blah blah blah. Wes and Yes literally have gone at each other all fucking season. And then at the end of this elimination, they both like simultaneously walk up to each other, congratulate each other and tell each other like just like how they were telling each other, like how badass the other one was. And like, it was awesome to compete against you. And, you know, you did great blah, 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 blah. Like it was it was such an awesome moment to see after seeing all the conflict that they went through through this season. We've been watching it all play out on on Twitter and then to see it close out in this moment it was just kind of like a full circle kind of thing and it told me that the issues that they had even though yes may have said that it was a personal thing against wes that really this rivalry between between them truly was a competitive rivalry it was wes being threatened you know yes being threatened by wes and wes pretty much just saying no dude like it that doesn't matter to me we're gonna you know we're going to either work together or we're n- or you're not going to be here, um, which obviously it worked out for Wes. But I, it I, was just a really cool moment to see them, like I said, go from where they started on the season to this was how they ended up saying bye to each other. Because they could have been assholes to each other. They could have just ignored each other like so many other eliminations end. But instead, they both approached each other. They both complimented and congratulated each other. And I thought that was really fucking awesome. I feel like it was a lot more sincere on Yes's side talking to Wes than it was from Wes. Um, just it kind of seemed like Wes was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, no, you're a great guy. Quick, get hug, get the fuck out of here now. I don't I didn't personally but, take it that way, but that was just me. But yeah, I mean, that's open to interpretation, right? But that also... Um, the way his interactions were were very much uh, the way Wes was when we talked to him. You know, he had the same kind of interactions and very kind of abrupt, like 
Mm. You know, but that's just my. I think that's just West. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. But you know, maybe I'm looking too deep into it. I don't know. Saturn's in retrograde, so who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, you're dork. Throwing that out there. Fun facts all night. FFs. Anyway, so then they all line up, obviously, to talk to TJ, and this is probably the greatest moment of the night, even better than the previous moment, in my opinion. I have never, ever, in all of my history of watching the challenge, I have never heard TJ say something like this to a competitor. He literally tells, yes, you are probably my favorite human being that has ever been on this show, ever. And he's like, you know, Good luck, blah, 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 all that normal shit that TJ says, but literally tells him you are my favorite human being that has ever been on the challenge. Like, that's fucking next level approval from TJ, okay? Like, nobody gets that. That is is wild. And and I get it, because however you feel about Yes in the game, Yes is actually a really incredible person in real life. He does a lot of charity work. Um, and we're actually going to be putting out an interview with him in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for that because we talked to him about all of that a lot. He is a really good guy. So I get why TJ would, because TJ is also very, you know, into charity work and stuff like that. So I can get why they kind of vibe on that same level. Um, but I've just, I've never heard TJ say something that extreme to somebody on the challenge. It was just crazy. It's also probably why Beth didn't get a don't take care, hope to see and never. Because you can't really go the two extremes in the same (laughs) exit. I Um, guess. But I totally see, like, I totally see uh, Yes being someone that TJ would hang out with, like, outside of the show. Oh, yeah. Um, Not necessarily that they do, but I mean, I can, like, they have that same mindset, that same mentality, um, and that same, like, general vibe where I could totally see them. Like, I can see why TJ appreciates Yes the way that he does. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could see them, like you said, you know, hanging out, you know, having some coffee, whatever, working on a charity project together. Like, that's shit that I could see them doing, you yeah. know. And and so I can definitely see the similarities between them. So I understand it. It's just, it was just like one of those things where I was like, damn, damn. Right. <laughs> so, obviously, Wes and... Uh, John A win. Uh, John A gets Beth's two stars, so she now has a total of three stars on her uniform. Wes gets Yes's one star, so he now has a total of two stars on his. Um, so I believe that's MJ with four stars now, and John A with three. So the reigning champs looking pretty strong. If those stars play any role into this game at all, they're yeah. already at a pretty good advantage on that. Yeah. And I think honestly, John A sent a pretty loud message that it doesn't matter if you're way bigger than me or anything, I can still kick your ass. Yeah. And it put kind of people on notice that maybe you don't want to take John A down to elimination or put her down there and go against her. Does MJ have? Th- Four or does he have three? Because he would have taken Cyrus's two. And his no, one. Cyrus had. Oh, you're right. I'm yeah, sorry. I so. thought Cyrus won two eliminations. So you're right. They both have three stars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I stand corrected. Jordan, Wes, and Mark all have two. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, three of the female stars went home when Tina, Tina medically DQ'd. Yep. yep. So we lost plus which Jemmy's, kind of sucks for them. Plus, plus Jemmy's one. So really, yeah. we lost yeah, four. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, uh, I mean, I I guess two, one of those came back with Beth. So 
Yeah, but but yeah, three nah. Tina's three stars left the game. That's crazy. Which sucks because it could give the guys, depending on what the stars actually do, yeah, it could give this the guys a weird advantage over the girls. The girls, if, yeah. Like I don't, I now don't know how it will work unless they do something that enables the girls to have the chance to get those extra stars somewhere. Either that, or they don't totally apply in a mm-hmm. way that it'll matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, it's like if they do something where it's like, okay, you get, you know, a minute head start for every star that you have, then yeah, that's going to affect the guys and the girls very differently. But I guess that would be true either way, because there's no guarantee that the guy with the most stars and the girl with the most stars have gone into the same number of eliminations. You know yeah, what I mean? So I mean like, like- you could have a guy with five stars because he keeps getting sent down all the time, but you have a girl with three stars because she only got sent down once and you know what I mean? Or like whatever. But if it says something like, if it's just like, Hey, the girl with the most stars and the guy with the most stars get a five minute head start, then it doesn't really fucking, yeah. it doesn't really change, change the way it affects, you know, either gender. But I'm, I don't know, man. I, I like, I keep going back and forth on what these stars could freaking mean because yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't understand why we're not being told what they mean at this point. And they're not even like even being addressed on the show anymore. It's just kind of like you win the elimination and then you have more stars on your shirt, but like, okay, what the fuck does it mean? Right. Yeah. You think at weird. the halfway mark, you do at least know something. Well, and that was the thing. Literally, as soon as TJ was like, all right, you guys are halfway to the final. This is the halfway point. I was expecting him to be like, you know, tell us about the stars or even be like, you know, um, I'll see you guys at the, you know, the next daily where I'll explain more about your stars or like, you know, something. But nothing still. And I'm like, okay, so we have what, three episodes left, three or four episodes left. And we still know nothing about these stars. And it's really fucking bothering me. (laughs) like so weird but yeah i mean that's pretty much the end of the episode um we get a you know next week on and there's there was just kind of a bunch of just messy crap in it there was a blow up there's going to be some kind of huge blow up between kellyanne and sylvia so that should be entertaining um naya drops a quote where she says fuck the treehouse at this point so she's getting done with their shit and i'm excited to see that because I just want to see somebody at least attempt to take a shot at the treehouse. Just, just try it. Try if it doesn't work. Cool. But just, let's just try. Okay. And then I missed this part, but Brad made a comment saying like he was talking about somebody and he said that they would do anything not to go into elimination, but I didn't catch who he was talking about. But I mean, that was pretty much all I really caught off the, the next time on. It was like I said, it was just kind of a jumbly mess of shit that I didn't really understand much of what it was, but it does make me excited for next week. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, the only thing that we didn't really mention is after the like after John A beat Beth, the people that were up on the balcony were also talking about how she took the spot of somebody else that could have come to compete. Yes, they did. Which was was interesting that. that they showed it. And then I think MJ said that she came to do exactly what she did. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's her MO. And it's fucked up, man. It's so messed up. Like, because, you know, and obviously we mentioned this and then they mentioned it, whatever. But 
it really is because like there's so many other people who could have been there and just literally going off the top of my head just based off of shit that I've seen on on Twitter like Carly wanted to be there and I would have yeah. much rather seen Carly in this than see Beth especially because like I've been following Carly for a really long time obviously like if you listen to our 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 podcast you know that we interviewed her a while ago I was following her long before that, but I really, really follow her closely now because I know so much more about who she is rather than what the edit of Fresh Meat 2 showed of her. And she's actually a fucking badass. Like, she's a multi-sport athlete. She currently trains heavily, and she does these, like, multi-day, like, hikes in other countries and stuff like this. Like, it's really freaking cool. And I'm like, dude, I would love to see her bring something like that to the All-Stars game. And she doesn't really have anybody that she is loyal or aligned to because she only did the one season. And the only person she was truly loyal and aligned to in that season was Landon. And he's not here. So she's open. You know what I mean? And that would have, in my mind, like it would have added such a better dynamic than trying to bring in Beth. And force whatever friction I think that they were trying to force between Beth and Veronica. And I think that was the true purpose of bringing Beth on was because they like because they had obviously had Beth as the alternate, but they had Tina and Veronica on the season. Obviously, they didn't expect for Tina to, you know, like (laughs) break her finger and all of that. Yeah. You know, and obviously didn't expect for Beth to quit of fucking third time just on the all-star seasons how did they not expect her to quit i don't i don't know but i feel like that was her purpose was they were hoping for this big friction between beth and veronica and for it to add this like spice to the season and like i said just going based off of what i saw i've seen on twitter i would have much rather have carly who wanted to be there and i i don't get why we got beth I was going to say something about people that are not well liked in the fandom. Fuck it. I would rather have people that have been blackballed from being on the flagship come back on all stars and have to see Beth ever again. Like, (laughs) and I fucking hate those people and I don't like seeing them and I don't want them back on. But to me, look, why bring someone on when they have a repeated uh, history of quitting at all times? Like it makes no fucking sense. So why does TJ even say he hates quitters then? Yeah. What does it matter? That's a fucking quitter, and that's what she does every goddamn time. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's just my rant. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. But. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much the episode. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Survivor's over, so we don't have any of that for you guys this week. Um, we did wah, get. Wah. Wah, wah, wah. Josh is going to take the next 45 minutes, though, by himself to explain what happened in season four of The Circle, though. <laughs> so if you guys are excited Uh, about that spoilers the person i picked from day one no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but we actually did get word recently that not only is big brother coming but we are also getting the cbs challenge premiere and we are getting big brother and cbs challenge on the same night and that would be july 6th so we we will be covering cbs challenge we will be lightly talking about big brother but we're not going to dive too deep into that we know a lot of our listeners um don't really get into big brother not all of our hosts are really super into big brother um but rick and i will make sure that we touch on that because we know that you know these players are going to be 
moving into various different stages of, um, you know, the challenge, whether it's on MTV or it's on CBS. And so we'll we'll be talking about some things and just some players that we're watching, but we're not going to be doing full recaps on Big Brother. So just watch <laughs> the fucking episodes. I don't know. Um, find a Big Brother podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Google that shit. Google that shit. But we are going to be doing full recaps of the CBS challenge. Um, and I believe that right before the season starts, probably the week before the season starts, we're going to put out an episode where we're going to, um, we've already done a cast spoiler. So if you guys want to know about the people on the cast, you can go check that out. But we will do a preseason kind of run through of who's on the show, who we're watching, who we really like, make our season predictions, all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll do that, you know, probably put that out about a week or so right before uh, the season starts and kick the summer off with Big Brother and CBS Challenge. God, I'm so excited. I am so excited. I don't care. I am so excited. Probably. Are you excited? I am so excited. <laughs> I thought so. At, you know, the risk of being redundant. Are you excited? I am so fucking excited. And you are not. Well, no, I am. But I'm also thinking that we have to do our 38 cast. And yeah, but we have a month. We don't have it yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cast spoilers. Yeah. So I feel like we We should do that on that episode too. Yeah, we'll probably. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll do 38 cast spoilers and preseason, you know, predictions and stuff for uh, CBS challenge. But anyway, so just stay tuned. We'll be getting more into that kind of stuff. Um, Obviously, we're going to finish out all stars three. So make sure you guys keep tuning in and let's. See what freaking happens with this. I'm actually really excited to see how All Stars 3 ends because this cast is so fucking good. Right. And, you know, on top of that, whoa, whoa, whoa we're halfway there. Oh, wow. See, aren't you guys, okay. <laughs> don't you guys wish you could be around us 24 7? This is literally how we are all the time. Yeah. So we talk this fast all the time, too. I swear. Enjoy. <laughs> guys, anyway. that's pretty much a wrap for our recap tonight. Like I said, it wasn't uh, the greatest episode. It actually, it wasn't even close of the to show. It. This was, it was still a good episode of the podcast. Oh, of the, of, uh, yeah. <laughs> top five. Easy. Easy. Uh, we we did MVPs. Hint, hint. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> We should probably do that. Should we? You know that? what? I'm going to do it know. right now. Female, Ronnie, male, Wes. Oh, okay. Why Ronnie? It was her coming out episode. All right. That's fair. I like that. I am taking Wes and John A because they fucking rocked this whole episode. Front, <laughs> sideways, backwards, upside down. They fucking killed it. She cheats though. <laughs> if, what, what is it that you always say if you ain't cheating you ain't trying <laughs> uh, I don't know about that one I'm just saying yeah. alright who you got Josh Wes and John A I also have Wes and John A but I also did give Ronnie an honorable mention um, yeah because Ronnie was a badass this season or this this season yes but also this episode yeah, agreed. Yeah, if I couldn't pick Johnny, I would have picked Ronnie for sure. But yeah, I don't really have a quote of the night. Sorry, guys. Oh no, you know what? I I, what, I do. Fast fuck boy. <laughs> yeah, that but that's, one. That's that him one, quoting someone else. Or though. the yep. the wolf one, the one that Wes no, dropped I, on on Brad yeah, and Mark, where he was like, "Those of us who have been around him are not surprised. We have not been crying wolf. Jordan is a wolf." 
line of the night. Okay, I'll go with that. That's my line of the night. All right. Mine's <laughs> mine's TJ's. How do you really feel? <laughs> but also, if you want to go against me, fine. I'll take your stars. See, that's a good one too. Yeah, that's a, yeah, one too. That's a really good one. Followed by thanks for the stars. Thanks for the stars. Bye. Like, bye. So, uh, guys, we're going to pull a John A right here and say bye <laughs> uh, and wrap this episode up. Yeah. You, know, you you hopped in way too quick, bro. We got to close it out. You can't just say <laughs> bye and click it off. You, Josh is out. Josh is signing off. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like, just move my audio. I'm out. <laughs> guys, Tony pointed. We, we, we got you, Josh. Just take it from last episode. I got to go. Just run it through. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Good got night. You. Got you, bro. Um, you got that B-roll. Right. <laughs> I actually, I actually do have all of us laughing and also saying goodbye in a B-roll folder of my podcast f- files, just in case I ever need to. Like, God, are you just gonna give all of our <laughs> listeners a tape the fact that we don't actually close never, out this show that we just no, repeat the same closeout every know that, fucking time? They know that we do it every time. I've never actually had to use them. It's just been like a if we fuck up, I have them here, so it's easy to pull. But we haven't hey, fucked I up do yet. A quick shout out to Karina for that beat <laughs> on the podcast. So that it, it 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 took a while, but it really does. That was rain in your audio. I like I like it. Our music for our podcast, man. <laughs> I thought you were talking about this episode's beat. Rick's gonna kill us if we don't let him sh- close out. No, nah, I'm. I don't give a Talk about whatever. Tin roof. Oh, Zordon's back. <laughs> <laughs> Sordon is back. <laughs> oh what my was God. the one from Dude Where's My Car? Zoltran. Zoltran. <laughs> Dude, what's Zoltran. mine say? Sweet. What's mine say? Dude. <laughs> what's mine say? God, that was such a fucking oh horrible movie. And it's terrible, but and you know then. you love it. It's so and stupid. And you know and then <laughs> breaks the shit out of the fucking speaker box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then. Okay, let's get out of here before we start talking about <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered next. Oh, God. Zoltron. Zoltron. <laughs> I can't do it because I keep watching myself in the fucking camera and I'm all messed up. Oh, Zoltron. Where are my fingers go? Zoltron. Zoltron. Tony's already asleep. <laughs> no, I'm crying. <laughs> He's like, what is Zoltron? <laughs> of all people, Tony, I, I would assume Tony knows about Dude, Where's My Car? I'm, I'm familiar with, with the uh, cinematic masterpiece that is Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> the <laughs> little dog that gets stoned, though. <laughs> the cinematography of the giant woman in a miniskirt with her tits out trying to crush people at a major golf course. <laughs> God, <laughs> so dumb. Zoltron. Zoltron. There's a couple of shout, shout outs to some old movies. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Facts. save that for another episode, Facts. though. Yeah. Um, guys, really? Tony, yeah, no, we're not talking anymore. We're done. <laughs> okay, it's a wrap. <laughs> I'm kidding, Josh. What were you oh, I shut his screen off and went on mute. <laughs> oh, well. All right, then. What were you going to say, bud? Absolutely nothing. Good night. I love you guys. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's close this out. Tony pointed out earlier that we didn't do our in- introductions. Um, like I said, though, you guys should know who the fuck we are. But if you don't, my name is Ricky Hayes. This person that's talking next to me, her name's Karina. Karina Hayes. She's my wife. 
She also does all the work for the podcast. Without her, you guys would be listening to not us. Um, so <laughs> shout out to Karina for that. Up in uh, the top r- left-hand corner of my screen is Tony, Stats and Info Lance. And then uh, down at the bottom of the screen, but coming out of Washington, uh, is Josh motherfucking Chambers. What, what? Sorry, guys. I don't really have the energy like I usually do. It's the end of the night now. Yeah, it's the end of the night. Um, I've been working in the yard all day. Josh has fallen asleep on the podcast. It's fucking like six in the morning where Tony is right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap this up, guys. Thank you so much, so much for listening. If you get a chance, rate us five stars. If you don't, it's kind of fucked up, but we still love you. Um, and uh, don't forget to tell your friends about us. Good but, things. Good things. Yeah, no, no, don't tell them bad things. If it's bad things, just keep that shit to yourself. Nobody wants to hear that negativity. <laughs> and that's why you tell them about us. Challenge Fandom Podcast. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Bye. Later. Yeah. Bye.